0: Hey there, film fans. I'm Jeff. I'm Dave.
1: <laughs> and I'm John, and welcome back to The Love of Cinema, a pod in which we'll challenge one another to discuss movies, both new and old, with a strictly positive right. critical eye.
0: To make sure that we don't get into some lazy negativity, we decided that we should make this year' episode a little bit of a drinking game. Cheers. Cheers, 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 this is our boys. Shot. New tradition. Shout out the top. Anytime we s- Oh. Mm. Oh my god There it is Anytime we say anything negative Fuck there's a fly in my room Anytime we say anything negative (laughs) Goddamn (laughs) fly. Anytime we say anything negative about a film Each other The wildlife in my bedroom You're going to hear this sound Mm. That sound means that we have to take a drink And we hope that you at home drink along with us So
2: Pour yourselves a glass Make sure you bought yourself a ticket And uh, let's talk about tonight's film guys
0: all right, we're gonna be talking. Hey. We are gonna be talking about Bullet Train. Of course, you read your episode audio. Your episode, fuck man, the title of the episode. You know it. We're Jesus. talking about Bullet Train. <laughs> Damn it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the movie, as I was saying
0: before, I could not wait to come out because I'm so sick of seeing the trailer. I was so sick. Hey, it it was it wasn't as bad as Snake Eyes. <laughs> okay. I mean, oh, I mean, I still need both to see the that. media campaign and the movie, the media campaign. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> passive-aggressive, I think, but uh, okay. Okay, so we're gonna be talking about Bullet Train in a second, but first, John, shout our sponsors out. I gotta say, Carlos. Carlos, you gotta pull your weight, man. We gotta, we need
1: Uh, Carlos Barozzo, are you out there? Are you, sir, are still our beer sponsor? I really, really, really hope so. Can you mail some to Los <laughs> Angeles? I, I really, 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 really hope so. You can find that guy on Instagram, cbarozzo.beer. That's C-B-A-R-O-Z-O dot beer. And you can follow all of his fun beer shenanigans, the makings, the follows, passionate beer dude. <laughs> And finally, I've been saying this for yeah. weeks and it's finally it's fucking nine. happened. Our artist, our musical artist, Dasein, D-A-S-E-I, motherfucking N, is on all the musical platforms. He has not released every album yet, but there are three out there already on all the music platforms. Go out there, find them, follow them, listen to that shit. Very, yeah. uh,
2: very If you, very if you excited want to give him 0.003% so, yeah. per play, go to Spotify. And if you want to give him 0.005% per play, go to Apple Music. Apple
1: Music gives you <laughs> yeah. a little bit more. That's 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 Correct. wonderful. All yes. right,
0: people, we're going to be talking about Bullet Train <laughs> Let's do it. in a second. Just came out this weekend. Does anybody have a quick gripe that you want to go ahead and get off your chest before we start Bullet Train?
2: Dude, what the fuck is Warner Brothers doing?
0: Okay, you got sixty seconds. You're on the clock. Go.
2: Warner Brothers cancels the go movie. <laughs> Straight yeah. up, just cancels a movie that's already been shot. Yeah. And it's, it's in post-production. Really Not I. only that, they cancel it on the fucking weekend that the guy is away for his wedding. The, direct, the directors are away having yeah, a wedding. they found out at a wedding. No they, they found out through the media. No one was told. And the movie they're keeping <laughs> is The Flash, which is, you know, the lead actor is literally up on charges now. Uh, felony charges, as of felony yesterday. Charges. That's right. Um, and is like kidnapping and assaulting women, allegedly.
0: What is he doing in Vermont? What, what is he? He was in Hawaii. It was, it was actually, in no, that was, in like, Europe?
2: Well, I, that's the thing. He's popping up like whack-a-mole, but it's, that was, the charges are actually from <laughs> fucking May. I mean, this could be just some really weird oh, wow. promotional campaign for the flash. They're making it look like he's everywhere at once. I don't know. Yeah. That's, but, that's
0: the way to promote a rated PG 13 yeah, film. Yeah. yeah one of your stars is convicted of felony or, yeah. or try being tried for felony. Uh, oh my God. But yeah,
2: I, I, I don't know what's going on over there. They canceled all the stuff that was like literally in the can. And they're writing yeah. it off as a tax dodge, and that's a that's a terrifying thing. To, the tax dodge uh, thing? Be, yeah. Yeah, if that if Dude, that we, is true, because no one's really confirmed it yet, I don't think. Yeah. Um. Then that's that's a terrifying thing. You like, who's going to work with them now? Then on the basis they might go, oh, we need a good tax year, so we'll just write your film off as a loss. Yeah. And what no did they one do can do? You can never release it. You can yeah, never did, release it.
0: What did Warner Discovery do? Bury their ex-wife there? Anybody? <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ.
2: And there ends my gripe. I, it's look, like they, know, they don't know what they're doing with, like, DC at all.
0: Yeah, I, I'm very curious. I want to know more DC about Batgirl. Really I'm glad they're there. not going to tell us more about Batgirl, but I have a feeling it was shot for TV. They don't think it would do well in the theaters. I, it's, they still shouldn't have canceled it, but it's 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 very curious. No yeah. leaks, as far as I know. I'm very curious.
2: Not yet. Someone will do it.
1: I think there will right, be I some shit. But we know movie studios do this all the time, where, like, films that maybe just don't have as much, you know, of a high-profile ip attached to them you know these they, they make more movies than they're going to plan on releasing and they do a bunch of focus group screenings and then they make their decisions so this is the first time a movie's been written off or a tax write-off but the context is terrible yeah. the, the the political context around it is really weird and now everyone knows that they what else they just released uh this isn't as high stakes but apparently their tcm package because they own tcm right apparently they're getting rid of a lot of those movies off of um hbo max which is just kind of a shame because it kind of rounded out the popular newer stuff. They've always been really good at that with television, uh, but now I feel like they're kind of releasing a lot of their classics out of the library, which is kind of like I don't know if it's as uh, cinephile friendly as they were trying yeah. to make it I seem mean, initially. They, you got your old, you got your. If new. they start
2: pulling content off HBO Max and adding reality TV, you will see my account cancelled so fast.
0: They're gonna do it. Reality TV is doing really well. It, it,
2: <laughs> didn't I don't pay I don't pay fifteen <laughs> bucks a month for that shit. All
1: right, mm. <laughs> y'all. Yeah, uh, uh, let's let's just go ahead and say it too. My my two co hosts just informed me I was had my head in the sand today working on a bunch of shit. But fuck you, fuck Facebook. you Facebook. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, fuck you. Let's just fucking mm. give them that little motherfucker because <laughs> that shit's fucking terrible. Nebraska. This is uh, for any, for anyone bullshit, who also dude. had their
2: head in the sand today. Uh, yeah, Facebook had handed over someone's private DMs to the police to allow them to be charged for getting an abortion.
0: As a teenager, um, as a teenager. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so, a, so who would have thought Apple would be the moral authority of the world, considering <laughs> they have sweatshops in China? But Apple refuses to give the even for like murders, they refuse to give up people's data. And Facebook did this so willy nilly. I mean, this how old is this abortion law? Like a month, two months that this yeah. has been legal or I valid? Mean, I don't, yeah. I
2: don't know what the deal is there. I mean, maybe they were subpoenaed, they had to, but but again, yeah, so it's I, don't, a, I don't know. What it's what the like fuck is going going on. On. your Facebook, but, well, they your they never, Facebook IMs yeah, are not can, private. Just roll with that knowledge. They have their own privacy,
1: you know, you know, uh, privacy licenses that we all signed on to at some point, just like Apple Mm. does. And just like, so they could have stood behind it if they wanted to, I'm sure this just, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Mark Zuckerberg, but this, isn't this just the play that you would expect from a social media platform that is now that is now basically owned by people who lean towards the right and who are over the age of 50, right? Like this people who would be totally in line with that kind of politics it's it just seems kind of crazy to me. I am very curious. You heard it here first, folks. Possibly, I'm very curious how many people are going to remove their accounts or pause them for a while if they. This probably isn't the first time they're going to do I something. I love it. God,
2: stop using. Anyway, guys, manager. do we have
1: a? Are we? <laughs> I really wish. Do we have a, a movie podcast? We, we do. We do. Like, it's not a rant <laughs>
0: podcast. <laughs> I, I had a gripe, but I'll do it. I'll do it later. You got to stick. You got to stick it out for my gripe because it is somewhat relevant to our film. I, wanna I, could, gripe, oh, I oh, well, want to I'll hear your gripe. though. I'll do it later. It. I'll I'll do it at like the mid the midway break. All right. All right, people, I I also need a beer I need a a bottle opener that I forgot to bring out here So eventually I'm going to punt this to you and go get that But let's (laughs) set up Bullet Train People, this movie just came out Bullet Train Fucking finally Uh, You probably recognize Brad Pitt in a Bowler hat? Is that what those things are called? Weird looking bowler hat With some black sunglasses Riding a really fast train With a whole bunch of Americans doing British accents That's right, we have Aaron Taylor Johnson We have Joey King, shout out. We have Brian Tyree Henry. We have. I want to. I going to make sure I don't spoil anything because we got the cast. I, I would not look at the cast. Yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Logan yeah, Lerman's there, in there for a minute.
2: There are definitely a lot of surprise cameos in this.
0: Bad Bunny's in there for a minute as Wolf, which is pretty fun. uh I'm going to leave it there. The other ones I'm going to assume are would be spoilers if I said. This is directed by. You know I'm going to fuck it up. Is it David Leach or David Leitch? I think it's Leach. I thought it was Leach. Leitch, too. All right,
1: we got Leach. Sorry, Leitch, everyone, whatever. Yeah, it's one of them, and he da- killed David, it. So, David yeah, Leitch, who did. has the
0: <laughs> uncredited director credit on John Wick, because he was the stunt coordinator, and he essentially stepped in and and also became a director. Oh he,
2: yeah, I forgot about he, that.
0: He properly directed Atomic Blonde with Charlize Theron and Deadpool Two. Dave, big fan, I'm sure. And then of course, mm-hmm. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, and he decided to have some fucking yeah. fun with this movie you know, i still haven't seen that i don't oh that's fine. this movie i'm just <laughs> gonna give you the imdb pitch and then we're gonna go around the horn and tell you our initial reactions try to be spoiler free for a couple minutes five assassins aboard a fast moving bullet train find out their missions have something in common they should probably <coughs> say that this takes place in japan i feel like that's pretty important yes and that's it. It's a train movie. They're on a train for the vast, vast majority of this movie. And I didn't know it was five assassins, but a whole bunch of assassins think they're all doing a job. And then they realize there's other people on the train that might be doing a job. And who knows what the overlap is. Pretty fun idea. But did they pull it off? I turn to you, my co-host, for your initial reaction. Spoiler free. Who would like to go first? Go
1: get your bottle <laughs> okay, <great. laughs> See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> I had a blast. Dave, hmm. first of all, uh, did you see it in IMAX? Yes, or I saw me, it in IMAX. Did you, did you go to. A- me too, dude. I saw it in a gigantic IMAX here at the uh, Universal Studios. It's about as big as yeah. the Lincoln Center one. I was, one. So it was, I was scaled down this time. I was right down in the middle. I literally the- saw oh,
2: IMAX because the time fit, and I'm on an A list, so it didn't matter. So I was like, that's the perfect time for me to see it. So that's the only reason I saw it on IMAX. But it, but it wasn't Lincoln Center. It was Times Square. So it wasn't as, as IMAX y nice. as it could have been. But yeah, sure. but still still kick
1: ass <laughs> um i uh i had i had so much fun in this movie you guys um i don't really know where to to begin other than saying that everything you see in the trailer which jeff has alluded to we've all seen quite a few times and they're not trying to hide anything from you except for some really fun like cameos and and turns that uh that kind of involve you into the actors who are playing these people just as much as the 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 character that they are in the story. Um, so it's, it is what you think it is. You're going to have that kind of movie experience. So if you're looking for a fun time, action-packed, some, some comedic elements just like his past few... Oh, Atomic Blonde didn't have as much comedic edge, but I would say John Wick and uh, Deadpool 2, they have this guy... If this is his voice, then I feel like this was maybe the the most him version of it that I've, that I've seen yet. I don't know. I haven't really watched a lot of interviews with him or anything, but uh, I thought this was a real, a real blast. Um, Is it an absolutely perfect story? Are there maybe a few scenes where the banter maybe didn't necessarily need to be bantery there, or did we hear it a little bit too much? Was the ending absolutely perfect? I wouldn't say absolute yes, thumbs up to all those things. And it doesn't matter. I still had so much fun in the theater. I had so much fun, and this would be a fun rewatch. I, I think I would enjoy rewatching this just to see where you can pick up the breadcrumbs, <laughs> and just the performances. It's one of those movies, and Jeff, you always love saying this, so I don't. I want to hear you talk about it too. But God damn it, it's fun watching actors have fun, <laughs> and I think everybody had a blast making this movie, and every, probably everybody behind the camera too. But I know everybody in front of the camera had a real fun fucking time. So it's kind of hard not to smile along with All it. All right, Dave? Uh, th- it's
2: funny because uh, I, I. Didn't look the director up, uh, but I I do, but my first note was this reminds me of John Wick meets Deadpool. Um there you
0: so go. That yeah, was a and it's literally <laughs> the guy who directed. Yeah. So yeah. right away, really quick, fuck every critic that dragged this movie, because it has a 54 on Rotten Tomatoes. It actually has a green leaf on Rotten Tomatoes audience score 78 and this movie is exactly Dave's exactly right this is John Wick meets Deadpool and it's the director of John Wick and Deadpool he's making the movie he wants to fucking make if you can get that read I would have never known that the gray man sorry Dave I'm gonna come back I would have never known that the gray man was a guy that directed fucking endgame or any of the indie films that they did early on in their career or the tv shows that they I would have never known that Never based on the movie. But you see this movie and you can see the person's resume and how they got there. They made the movie they want to make and just 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 enjoy it. Sit back and enjoy it. That's my fucking, that's my fucking speech.
2: Also, like, I'd pose a question. How long has it been since we had a good action movie that wasn't trying to build or be part of a franchise?
0: Especially
1: one that's funny, yeah. Uh, that's exactly yeah. what I said. When I walked out, I said, you know, this was... Uh, we had Top Gun earlier. This was so refreshing. This is the next... Uh, the second, like, really big thrilling movie with some big stars Mm. like kind of how they used to try to make these movies and it's not attached to any ip and i don't think that we're going to see brad pitt's assassin character come back on a different train in a few years i think this was it and that's fucking it it did
2: remind me like um in Die Hard 2 when he's like running through the airport he's like how can the same thing happen to the same guy twice and i'm like how do five assassins end up on the same train so i was curious (laughs) to that from the teaser like from the trailer um but then there's also this little bit of a mystery thread that runs through it as well, and you're like, "What is going on?" Like yeah,
0: little Agatha Christie thing. Yeah, Hold
2: it's on. it's it, and you get little pieces of it as you go. I like the title cards for all the assassins, so you like, you know, you knew their code names. So when people were talking about them, that was cute. Um, this is based on a book, uh, Mariah Beetle, by Katara Osaka. Um, and <sighs> I felt I feel like he was kind of loyal to the source material in that, like because uh, I, I but I haven't read it, but like it was it, like it's set in Japan, there's so many elements of Japanese culture there. It's this is just fun, this is so much fun, and you're right. Some of the banter, you're like, all right, you just you just kind of you know having a bit of a wank now, but move along. Um, but it's still fun. You, there's not a moment I didn't enjoy
0: having a bit of a wank now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I could,
2: yeah, there there. No, no, ahead, I, I
0: completely agree. I sent you guys a message. I saw like an early screening of this. Yeah. I saw it on like Tuesday before Friday or something. I like, I saw Gray Band twice. We did our episode on Monday. And then on Tuesday, I was like, you know, I don't have anything to do tonight. And then I saw that they had one screening on Tuesday night at like all of the AMCs. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go now. So I, it's been a week since I've seen it, but I texted you out there. I was like, holy shit. And I think maybe it might actually, I might like it even more because I had just seen Gray Man and as much as i wanted to just have fun in that movie i could not help it because the movie was such a mess the the script was such a, course, uh, a corpse mm. and there's you're right yeah mm. and the and the and the action was exhausting and this movie the action it's tiring but it is paced so much better mm. that yeah at some at, at some point i was kind of like can we get to the end but but they it built really well i thought and it was just pure fun and all of the gripes that these critics are saying it, it's they're just it it just seems like people that that didn't seem like they wanted to have fun. Like even if this was exactly what they were hoping for, they still wouldn't have had fun. They just would have liked it. You know what I mean? This is a fun movie for people who want to have fun, made by people who are definitely having fun. Aaron, Ta- Aaron Taylor Johnson fun. and Brian Tyree Henry. Was their scene work perfect? <laughs> no, but it was, they were just clearly fucking with each other. Every take I imagined was different and they had no idea what the final product of the film was going to be in. Joey King had like the sneering thing, but she was underplaying it. She was just having fun with the, the different things she was doing. I just, I'm amazed really the
2: amount of times she got away with the,
0: but I'm just a girl. I know. And it <laughs> should have been too many times, but this is the movie that they wanted to make. It wasn't, I mean, I it, it was, wasn't though. It's like, at, yeah. you're
2: like, everyone is falling for this. Like,
0: yeah. And the battles. And, and I've even seen complaints. I, I, my whole take isn't just about complaints, but I've even seen complaints where they would introduce a character and then the action would happen and the character would die so quick. And they're like, oh, I wish I could learn more about them." And I'm like, life's fucking messy. All right.
1: Are they just talking about one character? Two, two. Should we wait for
2: spoilers? There's, there's, I to would say there's
0: to- at least two. But um, I mean if you if wolf- you're going to
2: have a train full of assassins though you've got to have some expendable characters that set up some of those situations cuz like what what
1: happens and with the I wolf would say is that-
2: extremely comedic yeah and
1: and it's a uh- are we getting into mm-hmm. spoilers if we do- I know that happens pretty early in the film but Let's go all to right. spoilers. We're going to, I think you're our to, takes yeah. folks we all had a good time you should go watch it.
0: Spoilers, all right. spoilers, spoilers, spoilers,
1: spoilers. I think the the brilliance of the uh the wolf in that happening so quickly and kind of abruptly I I I didn't feel like oh no they made a mistake. I felt like very much like they're doing this for a reason and they taught us that same fucking thing I always fucking say they're going to teach you how to watch this movie in the first 20 minutes and they do. They they're going to play with fun kind of flashbacks and how we got there montages. Mm-hmm. Throughout the film, leading up to a really sneak, fun sneak one with in the a fucking weekend water bottles, which was moment so charming. <laughs> yeah, so I thought it was cool that they showed they started that with something that was uh, Dave. You're totally right, dude. The, the brilliance with this movie is that it's not just fun stars, you know, having banter and fights on a train. There is a mystery there, so the wolf segment is the first real seed of that because mm. they they have. They they exclusively have fun when the the Fruity Brothers, the lemons, lemon and tangerine talk about how many people they killed. That's strictly action. You know, there's a lot of Tarantino elements in this that are just kind of, you know, it's sorry, but I think he owns that kind of thing and that no, was very much that. But then The Wolf planted a new seed with mystery. And I thought that was cool. They're like it was sexy, it was fun, there was still a lot of action, but it was the first time when you were like What's going on? How are all these people? How
0: important it is for for that incident to be isolated, for somebody to die, and nobody else see it. Because if, if, if they started to discover things too quickly, then we would have known too much. But if it's just Brad Pitt dealing with this isolated incident and we don't know what the person came onto the train to do, then I'm left with this looming thing of like, well, what would have happened if this didn't happen? If this didn't and, also, and
2: nobody else is, is aware of who, like they know that someone's killed this guy when they do like some of them do start to find him. But it's yeah. they, like they don't know who. So it's like we're in on it. And they're not. So they're finding out the pieces as they go and react like the good yeah. thing about the characters, is they reacted differently to this situation and some of them used it to their advantage. And like, so they, they managed to use it both for like a quick plot line to hit on like his bad luck, the the earlier joke in the film where he's like, every time I go on a mission, someone dies. Um mm-hmm. And then they also used it for situational comedy. It's like there's a dead man sitting right there. Who's going to find him? What the hell is going to happen with this? And then they start. People start to find him, and they're like, "Ah, how can I use this?" And it it really makes an interesting. It kind of made the plot very character driven.
0: Also, you know what it does when you're when you're stuck Mm -hmm. on a train. And no disrespect to Snowpiercer, but Snowpiercer was just like a little too claustrophobic for me. And um, this movie. The the gimmick with the doors having exactly one minute of being yes. open is so fucking brilliant because now this this it's based it's almost a monster movie. Because you're on this one thing the whole time, and it's like it's almost like a collision course. Except it's the train's not gonna crash. It's like some, something inside the train is gonna self com, gonna combust. But for every ten or fifteen minutes, it's gonna stop for one minute, and it is porous. Those doors are gonna open, and fucking anything could happen. So hmm. setting that up was important for what happened later on. Yeah. I, the, well, and, of, and of course, the, course the backstory of, of of the wolf comes up like two or three different times later. So it's you've like, got the looming I mean, danger,
2: yeah. which is the ticking clock, which was the train reaching the end of the line where. Mm-hmm. They're waiting for them as well. So all of this was very well set up.
0: I I agree.
2: Yeah, I agree too. I think um it,
1: it's kind of hard not to talk about the performances just because this is one of yeah. those movies that is kind of full of faces Quentin, you've seen and Quentin people you know that
0: what people are gonna remember from his movies are his characters. So it's that's what this is too. The action's great, but we're gonna yeah, we're gonna remember yeah, th- Brad Pitt killing that guy. We're not just gonna remember the action, you know. Yeah
1: no I I agree but it was also um Dave I like what you said cuz in spite of it not in spite of it like because and also it these characters were so much fun and we got to see these great actor actors take them on and the writing did allow them to outside of a few of those bantery moments that maybe could have been maybe could have been cut down but they didn't ruin the movie for me by any means um, these characters were also because of who they are they also allowed them to, to have some some really thrilling sequences uh, going in and out of not just the fighting. I, I think I really enjoyed watching them all struggle with the drama and mm-hmm. the mystery of what's happening. Yeah. And all of them kind of had a different tactic for how they were going about it. That's, that's one mm-hmm. thing that I yeah. really enjoyed, which felt very, like, table-ready to me. Like, I don't, I don't know how much they all talked about it, but it felt like – everyone felt like they were in the same movie, of course, but – Directorially and performance-wise, everybody kind of had a different take on how they were going to deal with the fact that there's a mystery at the center of this, which is why they're all there and they don't quite understand it. Of course, one of them wants to just kill everybody. One of them just wants to get it over with. Brad Pitt wants to just give it up and have everybody. Wants to leave safe. the money.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Um,
1: yeah, and uh, she, um, you know, I thought, I thought her character, uh, Joey King, was was probably, I kind of wanted more, a little bit more from the writing of like, because I know she was this, she was a catalyst for all of them. So of course they couldn't develop her too mm. much because then if you give away too much of who she is, then we might think we understand where the story is going to yep. go and stuff, especially with this big, wonderful reveal at the end where, you know, whether or not you you loved it or not, it, it it is all kind of leading to why is she so obsessed with hmm. creating all this mystery and this drama to lead to this final yeah, event. She is, she is we'll like there driven a little bit. through this. Yeah.
0: He's like, Daddy, Daddy Logan yeah. Lerman sucks. They, they, without Come a on. doubt, Logan Lerman sucks.
1: There is no doubt. There is no doubt in my mind that every single person had a very extreme reason to f- to finish what they were doing. Except, and I, this is what's so fun about this movie. I would imagine when you're casting this, like there, there's a tons of movies where you're like, yeah, sure, let's get Brad Pitt. But some movies you don't want somebody with a massive stardom mm. like that, right? For your main protagonist, which I'm not even sure if he is, but he's probably one of the main focuses of the yeah, movie. He, he's one he of probably, our perspectives is, yeah.
2: that it's the biggest one. It does kind of tend into it's an so ensemble It's so interesting cast.
1: that the character. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think it does, but uh, but the main character, if he is our main character, is. He's not a passive character, but he is the only one who kind of wants to just get out of there. (laughs) He isn't trying to find his way to the very end. And he's surrounded by all these other people who are willing to do whatever it takes, kill whoever they need to kill, do whatever they need to do just so they can get whatever they think they are supposed to be getting money, uh, deliverance, revenge. Uh, d- death, uh justice, you know, there's just all these other things. So it's funny to me that the guy at the center of this didn't want any of those. Brad Pitt and that character fucking yeah. works, dude. He's so fucking yeah. charming. <laughs> he's, he's always so cool and so charming. I fucking, I was obsessed with him he's, once a time. His exasperation you know, is loved great. loved a few of his performances. Like, he does
2: exasperation really well. His
1: exasperation. It's like, I don't even he's know also you. Like, believably, <laughs> he's been doing these roles recently where he's basically, like, I feel like he's playing himself <laughs> like in a very fun, transformative way. He's just like, You know what i am I am this cool. I am this interested in trying to get beyond my own bullshit and try to just really find some kind of peace and fulfillment in the world. You know, I always wonder when people like that like what do you, what do you get when you have everything? like he has everything he's ever fucking wanted. Well, something mm. like this, it's fun putting himself in a in a role like this where the guy isn't searching for some big giant dream. He's just trying to find peace and he's, he's a fucking assassin. (laughs) I don't know. I just think that was really charming. And I think the, the brilliance of getting him on board was a a huge piece of it.
0: I love the, her element too, of him having the, the the person in the ear that would like knew him better, even though he didn't know who she was, like they knew each other really well. I did too.
1: I will, I will say that might be my only legitimate flaw with the story and the telling and everything i don't know if her and his ear justified what happened at the very end with him seeing her and being like i knew it was you i kind of was like what's happening it threw me for just a moment i just don't i don't know if it was necessary hmm. i kind of wanted her to remain a voice in his ear and to be like good job see you next time and him be like yeah. you know maybe leave us with a little bit of the longing and that connection but i don't know if it needed to if we needed to see her but i if we can say who she is I thought she did a wonderful job as the voice in his ear. I, think I mean, Sandra they, yeah, they showed her in the trailer. A beautiful One voice. Of the trailers in the ear. <laughs> has her in it.
0: That's stupid. What a! Uh, I can't believe they yeah. gave really? her. Away. I, I, I didn't stomp. know that. I was a good I surprise. I had no idea. Apparently, she was. Apparently, Lady Gaga was cast and pulled out. Um, so, the, the, oh, the, the now, I, I keeping the the person passing along uh, the shit that other people have said for us to stomp on it. But it seems like the the word that I keep seeing for why people don't like it is they think this movie's smug. Smug is the hmm. definition of it. I guess fun and smug, which is funny because I would say Grey Man was way more smug than this. I keep shitting on Grey Man for no reason. For this, yeah, I'm now. wondering,
2: uh, is is it this movie set in a foreign country?
0: I think it's the fact that um, they they think. They, they they think that, that we are just gonna go along with this as the audience. Like I, I feel like the, the 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 people saying this are those critics that are like you have to earn my trust, which is exactly was, why we shit on them.
2: That's I was enthralled. I was like. Like how what the <laughs> fuck is gonna happen next? This just is going horribly yeah. wrong on an epic scale.
0: And to anybody was, that suggests, like, oh well, this is just a gimmicky thing, or it's and it's like, okay, every movie's a fucking gimmick. Every movie's ripping something else off. Like, this is it's so curious to have a, a mishmash of cinema and action. And and you know, yes, it's it's interesting that a bunch of white people made this movie about this Japanese book and then the best characters. You have the, the Russian, who that's a that's a fun little spoiler. Did they use Michael Shannon to the best of their abilities? I don't know.
2: I didn't father, even recognize him. I had to took, look up it, who, who it was, and then I was like, wow. It took me I, a I se- found his performance great.
0: It took me a second. Him, the reunion, Like I think by the time, it, because it did take oh, forever. Just, it was just one thing like, as well,
2: uh, since we mentioned at the beginning, um, while I was looking him up, who it was, I happened to go to his IMDb page, and he's credited in the new Flash movie as General Sod. Well, he's reprising that role in the Flash yeah, movie. I'm like, oh, he's wow. Back. He's going to scream his yeah. way through that
1: one. <laughs> man, he yelled a lot, man. <laughs> <is> still... <laughs> Love Michael Shannon. He's one of the best actors of our of his fucking generation. I mean, he Zod yells a lot,
2: too. It's, it's his thing. It's his stick. <laughs> so okay, I, okay.
1: A lot of exclamation points yeah, yeah. in the comics.
2: <laughs> Just And capitals,
0: all <laughs> okay. caps. He's one of those all-cap messages. I think, well, and I think... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think the Thomas stuff didn't work for a lot of people. I think it worked for me. I thought that was fun. And you know, the, the killers, there's always something weird. They, they always do this kind of thing. Like that's why No Ho Frank is so No Ho Hank. Sorry. No ho Hank on Barry is so fun. Because like his thing is that he's just like, oh, you know, it's just me and Esteban. And you know, we're gonna go and we're gonna murder some people. And it's like that's why we love that character so much. But with this, comedic action with murder is is hard to pull off but i think they do i think it's i think it's really entertaining all of those fight sequences joking through the fights it's not it's not smug like oh, actually oh, look what we could do i think it's very i'm glad that they did that as opposed to so i'm glad you brought that up because yeah.
2: um the one thing i really appreciated with this was like yeah there was these comedic fights but when the assassins start to drop it hurts it's serious like the the deaths yeah. are not right. jokes. Yeah, yeah. Like there's real consequences there, there. and I felt they balanced it out really nicely and kind of bought you back. It was almost like uh, falling down when you were having a fun ride, and then all of a sudden yeah. you just went too far, and you're like, oh. Sorry, but then they bring funny. you back again.
1: Uh, you're, you're both you're both so right. My biggest takeaways, for sure, glad we got there organically, are that there are two ways that this movie subverts uh, the two traps that it might be in. I guess there's three. If you just want to fall, if you want to call it like an A list star kitschy kind of movie, like who we're going to see next, but let's put that one to the side. For me, it's a train action movie or a train mystery movie. Those both exist, and we've seen a lot of those throughout the years. Uh, what was the last good one you saw? I, I think Source Code was pretty good, but it's been a That's while for good. me. I wasn't crazy about Snowpiercer, so we have that, and we have the the. Do you mean Snowpiercer the it's series or Snowpiercer the movie? We have the uh, the movie. I've heard the series, series is pretty is good. Really good. Um, and I would also say it's a Kung Fu film and I'm not, I hope I'm not, people don't think I'm stereotyping or being prejudicial there, but I think it has the formula of a gather the assassins. We're all going to die. And (laughs) that's a, that's a Kung Fu genre. Um, and I think it subverted it in two really interesting ways. And both of them, you, you just touched on one, just the fight scenes themselves. It, they did it with drama and comedy. Sometimes it it felt like we were right on track and we are exactly where the fight's supposed to be and there's no way out of it. And the choreography was amazing and you're never going to be let down by the stunt work. It's, it's fucking cool. There's no superheroes in this movie. These guys are, it's very heightened yeah, it's- realism and it's a style, but it's beautiful yeah. and it hurts. Everybody gets hurt a lot. Everybody hurts, which is yeah. really fun. But sometimes, so uh, the the dr- drama, I mean, the comedy is fucking brilliant. At some points, it, it doesn't, the comedy is what stops them or there's an incident that stops them. And you think, oh, no, are they just going to banter and it's just going to be comedy? No, it either turns very pedestrian it gets back to mm-hmm. story. I'm thinking when Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brad Pitt stop fighting yes. and realize there's no real point to this. We need to move on. And they start arguing about the tactics of how they're going to get out of this. Brad says, let's just get the fuck off of here. Let's just get the, I don't, it doesn't matter. Let's save our lives. Everybody wins. And Aaron Taylor Johnson is fighting about something else. And then the movie, the moment I can't get out of my mind, I'm, I love Aaron, Aaron awesome. Taylor Johnson. I think he's such a good actor. His fucking close-up, you, you don't get that kind of work in mm. most action movies. I'm sorry. You get it in some of the great um, Kung Fu movies. They, they'll come in real tight and let an actor give it all their their yeah. weight there. But his close-up when he thought Lemon had died was fucking intense dude that was emotional yeah you felt every minute of that beautifully lit (laughs) yeah really it felt direct it felt directed it felt like a cinematic it felt like a movie and he was just fucking there and you did not feel like you were in the same kitschy movie that maybe some people are just associating with this style of comedy so that's why this movie is good for me we're gonna rewatch it maybe two or three times over Mm -hmm. the next few years and you're gonna know what happens and you might not be as uh, drawn to the the mysterious element cuz we're going to we're going to know what happens. I think the performances are going to be there and it's not just the comedy. It's those dramatic moments that really worked. And of course the the flip side when Tang- when lemon thinks he uh, finds him hmm. dead at the very end he has two fun payoffs that yep. I think are really cool to watch him get paid off. Um so those really those really touched it for me. There were a few very choice times where they subvert these two genres. That's why this movie is original. Well, and I think that's why David Leach deserves some credit because I really haven't seen a movie on a train with the Kung Fu style blend both of these quite as well. Tarantino does it so, so, so well. He just hasn't made a train movie yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I think David beat him to the punch well, and there. The,
0: and <laughs> and you, ha- you have to paint your way there. So for instance, you don't just do plot i think a smug means plot and that they're just having fun with like the plot that was already on the page but that's tone when you ha- when you when your actor has to deliver a dramatic sequence after a lot of comedy and a lot of action and then they just have to sit there and live and and literally be the representative for the consequences is exactly what you're right to to have th- to have him die and then to have um uh uh fucking david tyree not david yet yeah, Come back to life. That's not pulling the curtain over us. That's still yeah. we, they were following their rules. But yeah, also, they actually set that up. They set that up really well, and it's and the, that's what this this whole movie is about surprises. And they pulled it I off. Thought I thought he was Me dead too. too, but pulling him back wasn't pulling him back <laughs> yeah. wasn't cheap. It actually works out because they mentioned the vest. It was all checked out. That's plot. That's on the page. But the tone stuff. By the time you get to the real kung fu movie, which is the confrontation between um, the the Russian and the the father of the elder. The, the, the grandfather, the elder, then that tone was there. God, that tone that was actually. there throughout the whole movie. So this yeah. wasn't just like a Hiroyuki, bunch of white people shitting uh, around and Sonata then we get into... And then we just is, get into yeah. the 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 Kung Fu. He's that, my favorite. <laughs> the, that whole family storyline was dramatic throughout. But then there's paint, there's there's color strokes of it elsewhere throughout the film. So anyway, I thought this movie was really well crafted. Is it perfect? No. But but it's also, it's, a, it's this kind of movie that... What, what did you want? You want it to be Citizen yeah. Kane? You know what I mean? Like it has did to be imperfect in order to keep it surprising in, in some ways. Bring
2: so, up whatever. the elder. Like when they cut to that scene and he's on the platform and the doors open anybody else go oh fuck oh yeah it was like shit's on now Yeah,
1: I did but I also there was enough of uh, there was enough of a mystery behind him and they had done a good enough job of giving me enough context where I thought I did know that he wasn't this supreme Mm. boss so part of me was still like did an underdog just join the train? Like there was a, I was, I didn't feel like everything was going to be perfectly resolved. It was was just just the way he carried himself. I I was like,
2: there's something about this guy. Like Uh he eats up the screen anytime he's on it. He's he's one of my favorites.
1: He's a fucking, he's in the Tony Leung, you know,
0: Oh, category yeah.
1: for me for for people who come from that part of the world just that man can just sit still and look into frame and i just i just want to fucking i just want to bow down he's just so he's so fucking captivating and how hard is that we're saying that in a movie where we've already mm. seen like seven really really good yeah. actors just sh- having fun and just showing you what craft is I, I don't think we can say that enough you guys like we see a-list stars and we see we see really good performances sometimes it is hard, I think, to get a good acting performance in a in a in an action <laughs> movie. Like it's it's difficult to do. It's well, not it's easy not, to do. It's, it's hard. There's it's, so many other things yeah, that go into the your writing performance. Doesn't allow for and it, I believed everyone. Any, like,
2: it, this, and, and yeah. It's almost like everything came together in this to allow for some really fucking magical moments in the middle of an yeah. action film.
0: Yeah, Brad Pitt is so having too. so and much fun with the promotion give, of this movie. By the way, there's all these memes of like. You are not having as much fun as Brad Pitt is having, and he's wearing whatever he wants. He's jumping <laughs> yeah. on people at premieres. like He doesn't give a fuck. He's having so much fun.
1: Oh, yeah. Should we talk about it? His He wore a kilt to <laughs> oh, the <yes>. premiere. <laughs> right. And he, damn it, where's Elizabeth? He said something really funny when he was asked about it. But why'd you wear that? And he was like, uh, for the breeze <laughs> <Yeah>. or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> this guy can just get away with
2: fucking... I was, I does he think, who does he think
0: but, he is? I, who does he think is? he is? Billy Bob <laughs> Thornton? <laughs> I was I was very happy oh, to I see the, um, I'll tell you I was very about. happy to
2: see the cameo favor was repaid in this one uh, with Ryan Reynolds.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that was, was hilarious.
2: Fucking Carver,
1: <laughs> fuck Yeah, <that> guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Brad,
0: yeah,
2: it was fun.
1: You're still gonna Brad have Pitt's fun.
0: Stunt double has worked with director David Leitch on Fight Club, Ocean's Eleven, and Troy and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Or yeah, Leitch has worked. At, oh, sorry, Leitch was Brad Pitt's stunt double. Leitch has worked as Brad Pitt's stunt double. Holy shit. Okay, there you go. Uh, sorry, I had to read it slowly. This guy was Brad Pitt's stunt double. No fucking Whoa. wonder he was in Deadpool 2. Can, 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 can you
2: imagine him just sitting there in the director's chair? It's like, step off, Brad. I'll take this one.
0: It's, yeah, right? But in the, in this, and yeah, Now I'm it's saying that Brad Pitt think, did 95% I'm, of his own stunts because he's probably sitting there. It's like, I don't need this. <laughs> it's yeah. probably so fun with that.
1: You left. <laughs> Fuck you, David. <laughs> has that ever happened before? I'm trying to think of a stunt coordinator that's become a, a really brilliant...
0: Well, we, successful we, we director about, i don't we, think i've we, ever heard of that just talked in my about trivia john wick stunties at large when we did when john yeah. wick made it into like the fucking semi-finals of our franchise face-off
2: yeah i i mean i don't i i know, I know <laughs> a lot of them move up to like fight coordinator and stuff like that i i don't know about directing i i i'll ask i'll ask the friends
0: yeah ask ask around yeah, let get, me know, get the whispers
2: because uh, honestly if you guys were going to give oh, up the... One uh, on YouTube, if you happen to, to know, to steal... feel free to let us know because, we, you know, we don't do research.
1: Yeah, feel free to let us know. <laughs> not to steal any of the... Uh, some other film podcasts like to give out, like, little little acclimates and shit like that, but I was trying to think, kind of coming into this, like, who gets the gold star? Like, who's the film? Because there's so many great acting performances. The editing's really fantastic. We're starting to realize this director's voice, and it's, it's just so much fun and so entertaining. It, it, Especially, this is so fun that we're contrasting it, just talking about The Gray Man, where we saw a similar kind of movie that I don't think succeeded as well as this one did. Um, I mean, I I like The Gray Man. I like this better. Yeah. Uh, Who do you guys, who do you think? Who do you think really pulls it off here? Who do we give the gold star to if we're going to... Not credit for the entire movie, but there's so much success in this one, and who do we think is really at the helm of this fucker? Are we going to give it to David, or... Mm. What do you think
2: the story? I think I, I mean, that's the thing. It's there's, you can't give it to one person. There's so many different elements that came together to make this the goal that it absolutely was.
0: Yeah. I would go with, I would go with Aaron Taylor (laughs) Johnson, but you're right, Dave. All right. Can we just lean
1: into it? I walked out of that theater and Elizabeth was every time Brad would do anything to his, to his, uh, his appearance, the, the jacket came off, the hat came off. Would he pull his hair back? But, but beside me, I would just hear mm. it's just, it just like right there. Every time he would change his appearance. I mean, and the guy looked amazing. But I walked out of that theater and I was just like, I I I fucking love Aaron Taylor Johnson. He is so mm. talented. He is so fucking talented. And he's one of those actors that Really good-looking guy, right? Like yeah. he probably
0: very could guy. be
1: pushed into the more of the vehicle kind of stardom, where they want him to keep taking. And I'm just imagining he's got some team around him at CIA that keeps yelling at him for not taking lead roles. He wants to for running from Marvel and saying, "Yes, him. I'll do your Marvel
0: movies." And then he says, "I'm so sick of doing these Marvel movies. Like, how does he still have a career? <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing so this great. again." Um, he's going to be um, Sony Pictures. Sony loved him so much in this movie that he is going to be. Cra- in Craven Bethka? the Hunter. He's going to be the title character. Craven the Hunter, 2023. Great if cast they, in that. if they make it. Yeah. Raven? You think they're going to. Craven the yeah, it's Hunter. Yeah, It's
2: a Spider-Man villain. Slash. Interesting. Not villain. Um, any hero. Sort of get, thing.
0: Good cast in there. Um, I also, Brad Pitt is the rock and, and it's, it's, it's hard. It's a very difficult role to have fun and be loose and be almost like a pacifist. Former assassin, but to be the rock of this kind of movie But also have that kind of fluidity of your character, the toilet gags, all these little mini Mm. gags that seem like distractions. Like to pull that off, so he he really is the rock. You know, Arantelo Johnson's performance is aided by the fact that the people around him were great. But he, I think he 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 outshone the most. So I'll go with him. But you know, I mean, it could have been edited differently, and who knows?
2: Not just that he's like Brad Pitt's an A-list megastar, and he was billed as like the comedy lead of this movie in all the trailers but the discipline to step back and let these other actors have their moments yeah. and he plays in the background. Yeah. And that that just really, really worked for me because, yeah. like, he, he's Which not is, stealing you know any what? scenes.
1: Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, what's fun is that I know we've all performed before. We talk about this kind of crap in acting class all the time, and I always imagine when you get to that kind of stardom, there are different things that are going to attract you to projects because you, you have shit thrown at you all the time. They're just reading scripts mm. all the time, trying to decide what am I going to do next? Do I need to do anything? You know, you're waiting for that project. And I think what Brad Pitt has been doing recently, which is making me so happy is that I, I can see somebody getting to that level of stardom and thinking, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis might be thinking, if it's not going to make me change my entire life and give me motivation to work on a role for two or three years, you know, I can't do it. Someone like Brad, who's a working actor, you know, who really stays Mm -hmm. employed and likes making movies and likes producing movies. I think he gets a big kick right now to just getting it from his scene partner. Whatever's on the page, the acting, you know, the director, the cameraman, their scene partners and whoever I'm talking to is my scene partner. And I'm going to just have fun with these people. And the character just kind of comes then, out of him again. He's doing this thing where he's just, he's being so himself recently. It's a, so refreshing, like, and it's just really. his' young kids,
0: but I young meaning that they're still like in school. I I've I've been saying this for years, thinking about people like Hal Holbrook and um, Max von Cito and Liam Neeson, where they they at retirement age they they work harder and more and more prolifically than they ever had before and i'm just totally convinced that like the their life element of this which is very important to all of us we only get one life we want to make sure that our life is our life but at a certain point you're like wait i'm an actor this is fucking awesome and my kids are grown up and i just I, i get to do you know my legacy is secure in a way so now i get to just work and and do and enjoy it i get to pick what i want to do when i want to do it and have have fun like it's way more fun to have an awesome movie coming out than it does to be so self-satisfied and just like only caring about myself you know so like absolutely
1: hmm. dude i was talking to um i'm gonna i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say his name but i was speaking with a a a very successful older uh sound uh re-recording mixer who's there's very successful and has won all the things. And he was talking to me and he was saying, you know, it's really, it's really, it's interesting trying to play that game when you get to that level where you have nothing to prove anymore. And you start asking yourself, like, why am I still coming to work? And you start, if you love, if you love it, you start realizing very quickly, well, I still love what I do. It's the projects and who I'm working with. If something is intriguing to me and it's the people I want to work with, that's really all you needed in the first place. Whatever that thing is, you think you were trying to prove to other people that you have skill and stuff, you know, you're kind of just waiting for you kind of release. I, I, I don't think Brad Pitt has ever really been desperate to prove that. I think he's just too cool for that. (laughs) I think he's always been too cool for that. He's got that Redford, Paul Newman thing, but I feel like something happened to him. Something happened in once upon a time. And I know he, he got tons of acclaim for it. Maybe was going to win the Academy Award. Did, did he? Win, he didn't win supporting. He did. That, it was a total he?
0: category fraud, but he won. Yeah, yeah, he did for, win for Hollywood. Yeah, 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 yeah Once upon yeah. yeah. a time, was, right? it, he, did he, win. he stole so, Al Pacino's Oscar, but yeah, for sure.
1: I think so too. So maybe it was just the fact that he was finally <laughs> Dave's just like smiling. But I think part of him was. I think part of him was a little humbled that he was like, you guys are giving it to me for this. I'm just being, How fun- you know, I'm just hmm. being me now. Now you're just, I'm, I'm just, not even to I just want to pull you, just just pull you back because I have point. a question.
2: Uh, Cause I don't work in sound for film at all. So what the fuck does a sound re-record do?
1: <laughs> a re-recording mixer is the, they are the final stop in the whole process before the film is totally finished. They're the last person. All the picture and editing has been accomplished. The film is colored. And the very last thing they're doing after all the sound editing is happening is those giant fucking, you know, theaters where there's a giant mm-hmm. board of faders and all that crap. These are the last people to do the final mix. Okay, cool. So th- there's, you know, dialogue and mm-hmm. music, and then there's usually sound effects and what backgrounds. All... What a task. Yeah. Um, oh, I, know. I know all about the yeah, stems,
2: a... but yeah, I, I just didn't know what that particular line actually did.
1: Yeah. They're the final, they're the last, they're the last one. So everybody's there too. That's, you know, so like you get the director, you (laughs) get maybe key actors or big producers and stuff. So a lot of their job is just hanging out with clients and stuff, but somebody like Brad Pitt, you know, he's going to be dealing with the people too. He's not just staying in his dressing room all day. He realizes he's a big reason why this film is getting made, you know? And I just, I just have so much respect for him for realizing like I can do whatever I want. I have my own production company. I can, I can be producing something super serious right now if I want to, but, this is fun, too, and I'm only going to do it if we make it as good as we can. And I just, I got that feeling yeah. the whole time they were making it. It didn't feel just cause. It felt like they were like, well, just cause, but only if it's really yeah. fun and good. It has to be really good, and I felt that way. I mean, I'm not comparing it to Tarantino, but it's a similar feeling. You're going to get some drama. You're going to get some comedy. You're going to get some action, and you're still going to be compelled the entire you know time, which is, I think that's hard to do. You know what I think the hero movies.
0: is of this? This um, category of, we've been saying men a lot. There's a lot of females too, a lot of ladies who come out of this retirement. Obviously, Helen Mirren comes to mind of whose career pop, Judy Dench. But you know who's who's been the hero of that this year of people that it's like, man, it's like they're just getting started and they're like second life come on Mark Rylands this year he literally is like because he he was in London forever and he wouldn't do any movies because he was ra- he was raising a family and he was the leader of the globe he was like I, this is my life and then as soon as he left the globe he did some Spielberg movies but what he really wants to do is he wants to develop with people he wants to develop character he wants to develop um, props and sets and scenic stuff even if he's you know how whatever level he's at and this year Phantom of the open and the outfit who knows if they're gonna last beyond this podcast? But fuck, man, that guy is doing it exactly yeah. right. These, this is exactly what he wants to do. He, he could, he, he totally could be is, in, and right? he could be doing the Tracy Letts roles and any of the. He could be doing whatever the fuck he wants, and he wants to be in the sandbox with amateurs, with people that it's their first film, and he wants them all to come together and say, "We're figuring this shit out. Let's go."
1: When was the When was the outfit? When did we do that? Was that this year? Or was it's it probably like year?
0: three months ago? It was this year? What do you no, mean? It, it Was, was, it was longer day. than three months ago? <laughs> it was this it was year. This right? year
1: because Mark no when we walked out of Phantom of the Open, I thought the same thing I was like so far he's got the cake for me he's my yeah. actor of the year I feel like he's I mean, he he's going to be one of if the best actors if he has something up to sleep years, for like but...
0: November no question that's it
1: <laughs> I bet he does <laughs> I bet he fucking does but anyway it's I, I feel like yeah. we're we're kind of relying on we're kind of relying on these these yeah. massive stars uh not that Mark Rylance is a household name but he's got a lot of weight um we're kind of relying on them to to revitalize movies cuz whether we like it or not We've kind of gone away from them. The it's not that this movie isn't uh, still technically escapism. Like there's even with the drama, it's it's a fun movie. You don't need. It's not going to walk out of here and change your life and make you think about all the geopolitics. This movie's not really about Japan, even though it takes yeah. place in Japan. But we are seeing people like Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt and Mark Rylance and and a lot of yeah uh, amazing amazing stars from all over the world that are trying to remind us that movies can be fucking great. And they are worth seeing in the theater. HBO Max, we're talking to you. There are ways to get people back here. And I just think it's so cool that we still have a lot of these people who are right in that part of their life where they're either, you know, just around 50 and kind of like, what do I want to do for the next, you know, 30 or 40 years of my life? I've kind of I'm already a gigantic star. Or there are these people who are, you know, not nearing the end, but have lived a full life and are saying, why do I need to keep going back into the, into the studios? And, and I think we're seeing them make fun choices. This was the third time this year where I said, this is why you come yeah. see movies. Phantom of the Open, honestly, was my first time where I was like, God damn it, I'm so glad I'm in yeah. a movie theater. You could watch that on a teeny tiny television. It wouldn't matter. But I'm glad I was in a movie theater. There were like 20 seats. It was really intimate. I loved it. I'm glad I was in the fucking IMAX and Dolby for Top Gun. That was a gigantic movie. And this movie was somewhere kind
0: of in between. It's I still saw it on Top, the giant, Top Gun's coming the back to IMAX screen. this week. Oh, they they, they realize the nothing because imax has been this has been a new it, movie every week but god top gun was the best yeah because it, it just
2: well it just passed titanic and i guess they want to cement it so
0: i think ET, domestically i think it's et is doing the re-release in new york this week anyway. for their
2: anniversary yeah
0: um brett's turning 60s you said Jaws. 50 john brett is turning 60 this week but it's okay you like you got them the Damons and the the afflecks are coming up next um all of whom are is Brad Pitt turning 60 this week, December, 1963. So in 2023, he'll be 60. Yeah. Okay. People, I think we're coming to, I think men just, just give up. (laughs) I (laughs) decided just my gripe is actually relevant to all this stuff, but I'm going to punt it to our vengeance episode, which we're going to record next. If you want to hear my gripe that has to do with Brad Pitt, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and others. You're going to have to listen to our Vengeance episode, which will be dropping a couple of days after this one. Ooh. But I think we're coming to a close mm-hmm. on our Bullet Train episode. End so of the nice. Amazing. <laughs> we made it to Kyoto. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just drink. and Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, so sure, sure. we're going to always finish out our episodes with a quick round of what you've been watching, people. Dave, what you've been watching?
2: Sandman came out this week. What do you think I've been watching? <laughs> the Sandman. Finished it. Watched the whole damn thing mm-hmm. uh, in two hits because I got tired uh, and we had a little bit of social activity this weekend. But, yeah, uh, it's two hits. it's just fucking beautiful. Nice. Um, Netflix had to release a statement about the aspect ratios that they use in it because they fuck with the aspect ratios and stretch the image. Yeah. Uh, and people were like, oh, Netflix fucked up the stream. And then they're like, no, that was intended. It's meant to look like that. It's meant to put you off. Um. But always, a, always a good choice to confuse your audience. Sure. It, I mean, in the case of this one, it kind of works. Uh, everybody nails their roles in it. It's it's a fantastic series. Highly recommend it if you're a fan. Highly recommend it if you're not. Good Um And then uh, and then uh, I showed uh, my wife Uncharted, which we talked about. Nice. Yeah. Years ago, which dropped this week on streaming.
0: And she had, she had great fun. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right, she,
2: she did draw the line at the flying pirate ships, but she she had great fun of the, a the f-
0: Everybody yeah, drew at to flying pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing they did it at the end. Yeah, everybody <laughs> drew the the forty the four billion dollar pirate ships that were just being in, flown in midair over rocks makes total sense. John, I saw you. Che- I saw you. I saw you again. checking your I, notes.
1: What you've been watching? Also, <laughs> I was just looking at Sandman. I, I uh, hadn't even heard of that. Yeah, Neil Gaiman. It's cool. There's a whole series of graphic um, novels if you want to look through I, them. Th- Sweet, that guy's pretty talented. I finished um, Goliath, the yeah. uh, Billy Bob's Thornton series I was telling you guys about. Yeah, I mean, come on, law, law shows—if if they're done well, it's always compelling. You know, it's it's hard not to not to find the the mystery and the drama and good courtroom and and detective work of lawyers and stuff. I thought this was fun. It's only four seasons. I really appreciated that that it was. Uh, that it's not going to go on and on and on. Um, each season felt different tonally and. Uh, the last season is shot in a different location, and it's more like a noir. It was, it was cool, nice. man. It was cool. So, if anybody's looking, Amazon definitely worth checking out. And uh, yeah,
0: how about you? Um, so this week, I watched a lot. I watched a lot because I, I put in my graduation. I uh, applied for graduation, so I decided to celebrate a little bit. So I, for this for Dude, is, is, cheers, is there man. an
2: application fee and shit for that, or like what?
0: No, it just means that I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna graduate. They passed along my information to the okay. the head of the school.
1: So you're totally done with all of your actual work?
0: Yeah. I I was almost done, but the last Monday, literally the day of our podcast (laughs) recording, literally the day of our podcast. Chloe was like, (sighs) Chloe was like, you're still doing the podcast. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to celebrate by drinking with my friends. Get the fuck out of here. Um, So I watched two things for this episode. I I watched four things in total, but two of them I'm going to save for our vengeance episode. That's vengeance, people. The BJ Novak. Yes, Ryan from The Office movie we went out and saw. So I'm going to do sports documentaries for this. So I saw The Captain, which is the Derek Jeter documentary on ESPN. I liked The Last Dance, which is Michael Jordan. And I liked the Tom Brady one that I always forget. Um, They're both pretty good. (laughs) So I've been watching The Captain on ESPN because I got ESPN Plus through the Disney bundle and I really like it. I'm a Yankees fan, so it's been good to go back in time. Kudos to Eric Cheater. And then I went to the gym today. It was so fucking crowded. And the only thing that was open, the only machines that was open was the row machine. And rowing is so boring, but I had just watched an entire season of a show that was so entertaining that I was like, I know if I have, I have John's Netflix account on my phone right now. So if I... If I I put on, on, (laughs) they're coming for you. If I start season (laughs) two on my phone, then I bet you, I bet you, I'll row this fucking row machine forever. And so I fired up season two of fucking formula one drive to survive after having binged the entire first season in like three days. Wow. Were you leaning on the row machine? And I'm at the row machine and I'm, that was today and I'm already taking taking fucking
2: corners on the row machine. That was this
0: morning at like eight in the morning. And I've seen four episodes of that today. Like literally making breakfast next episode, like literally like making lunch. Like it is
1: so addicting. I can't
0: believe how well done this is honestly, I'm going to say it. This is Netflix at its best because it is, they have way too much money. It is, they have every angle. The audio is incredible on this. It is like, it is, it is amazing. All of it's so good, dude. So I
1: highly recommend it. One of my friends who's uh, uh, Chris, uh, Chris, who's come on, editor, Mandalorian, Um, Um. one of his buddies, a picture editor, has always worked in a reality a lot of them cut their teeth in reality and live like variety kind of shows and stuff until so they they're all dreaming of getting the big narratives and stuff like that this guy's always had a real stylized thing apparently and he just got tapped he's going to he's going to be one of the key editors on the next season of Formula 1 so he's just like
0: yeah but oh! he's he, he's going to be Do so busy imagine? for the next <laughs>
1: so much but it's can you imagine There's how much, so much footage, footage there is? How much fucking you know they footage is there? A... Anyway, everybody, stop what it's you're doing so and go good. watch that show right now. Right. It's so we gotta, much it's we so got to bring it home because we're
0: recording our next episode right now. Thank you guys for a great episode on Bullet Train. Go see it in theaters now. It'll be on streaming soon, but you should see it in theaters. Anything else before we go, my friends? Nope. See it
1: in theaters. Go see uh, it in yeah. IMAX.
0: Until next time, film fans. It's 86 degrees in my fucking apartment right now. <laughs> see you next time, film fans. God almighty, dude. 86 <laughs>
2: degrees. That's fucking cute. Taking you a holiday. Show you a real fucking temperature That's
1: not a knife. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that was a. That's not a knife. <laughs>